Get ready. Get ready. Get ready. For the steakhouse. You're about to experience the fastest two hours in radio history. With Stig Shapiro. I was voted Andy Spring third place to out of the year. Sandra Golden. And I walk in there and I'm like, I have arrived. And this is it. Rusty Menzel. That's a mama loves you game. That's <laughs> only people watching that is your mama. And Drew Butler. When I grow up, I want to be Mike Bell. It's the Steakhouse. Brought to you by John Foy and Associates. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. And welcome. The Steakhouse is open on a Thursday morning in the great city of Atlanta, SEC Championship Week. Sandy is here for a couple of days. Mm -hmm. And uh, we got our event tonight at Solomon Brothers. 17th floor tower <laughs> place in Buckingham. Five to eight. Y'all, please come visit us, and it's a great time. I know this used to be, remember the Tavern at Phipps? Gentlemen would meet over at the Tavern at Phipps, have a few, and go shopping that night and come meet us. at. at First of all, can we just have a moment of silence? Guys? I agree. Everybody, just please. <sighs> when you mention the Tavern at Phipps, I mean, you want to talk about a dark day for men throughout Men from age 30, and women. 30, 35 to 55-year-old men. Yeah. I mean, women maybe, but that wasn't what that thing was. I mean, that thing was built for dudes, especially dudes coming in from out of town. Like, the outfits of the young ladies that worked at the Tavern at Phipps, God bless America. I mean, that was iconic, that spot. Yeah. Iconic. I am surprised that someone hasn't get done a kind of a reboot at some level in Phipps, especially what's going on in Phipps. It's just awful to have it just empty right yeah. at the front of the place. And listen, don't discount. We used to go a group. Let's no, go to sip and shop, and it right. was just no, no, it was a great holidays. Dude, it's the outdoor patio. Everything. That cheesy oh. guy playing the music. Yes. You know, you'd be getting like, half buzzed yeah. walking around shopping at Phipps. I mean, that was iconic. And I don't remember it not being busy. And Maybe it was the you only could, why did it close? COVID, okay, but yeah. why? I, I I have some things I can share with you, but we listen. We don't want to be too inside on everything here, but it just wow. some places don't it's reopen. Upsetting. Yeah, mm. it's a so set. anyway. Tonight we actually will have uh, eat, drink, and be merry at Solomon Brothers. Is there going to be a bartender? Bartera, Bo's girlfriend Tara, who is so sweet and has a nice heavy pour. Yeah. <laughs> She does. <laughs> I love a girl with a heavy pour. Yes, there you indeed. Go. Amen, right? Amen to that. It's like a uh, different mindset. Back in the 70s and 80s, you know, my parents would have these Saturday night dinner parties. And again, this is just how it was. Like, you were not being a good host if you didn't push your guests down the down the uh, front walk, you know, totally in the <laughs> back, right? World. yeah. You know, yeah. and it's yeah. like my dad... I told the story, you know, my, my buddies, um, if we'd be going out in Boston when we were in our 20s, they'd be like, yeah, we should just go by your place before your dad going to make drinks. Because so they right. knew that, like, and, you know, we weren't driving or we were getting a, you know, cab. We had one designated driver our whole lives, by the way. Is one guy never drank, our buddy Jimmy. So he drove us around for 25 years. God knows what, how, how many situations he saved. But back then, the heavy pour, that's why, like, when you go to Hal's, or last night we were talking about Johnny's Hideaway, uh-huh. Mike Dana, my buddy, who I saw after we did that whole, uh, that the owner great. of Johnny's Hideaway. Like, th- that mentality, they serve these these ridiculous over-the-top uh, drinks, but that's the way the older generation believes you're being a good host. Absolutely. You know, a huge steak, great sides, massive martinis, to excess, yeah. right? 
to excess. And I'm not telling the new generation had to figure it out. You don't have to live life to excess. But it is kind of nice when you walk in somewhere, this is how we're supposed to treat you. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, that's how we're going to treat you tonight. So get an Uber over there, right? Absolutely. Nobody's judging. Drink and shop. Uh, you have your whole crew there, Sip right? And shop coming, yeah. This literally is dates, husbands coming, boyfriends coming. Oh, their husbands coming. Some of them are coming early. My buddy Vince I don't coming? Throw... No, but his wife is going to be there right, to shop. Right. Yeah, Vin, uh, Tanya and Wanda and the girls are all showing up so to shop. So what dudes are going to be there? Um, I've got friends. I can't say them because I texted them and said, come tonight <laughs> and I'll to help you pick something up. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah. yes. So. so stop ruining it. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't mean to There you it. go. What are you so dressed up today? What do you got going on? Oh, please. Well, I'm not, go- <laughs> I'm not going home before tonight. So that's one of the things. Oh, I see. Okay. So I'm going to be out all day and I want to look nice tonight. You I look mean, cute. Yes. You got your girlfriends sweet. there and I want to look nice for them. So mm-hmm. that's all. All right. All right. Don't ask me too many questions, please. I, I, I guess so. Wow. Time to build the foundation of today's show with the top nine at nine. Nine. On the Steakhouse. Sports Radio 92.9. The game. Well, it hurts my heart, and I am starting the 9 at 9 with the Georgia Bulldogs basketball team. No. The ACC-SEC, they were in Tallahassee last night, Georgia and FSU. So the Seminoles are up by 17 with eight minutes to go. Looks like a lock. Not so fast, my friend. The Georgia Bulldogs go on a 20-2 to two run. They hit a jumper with a second half left to win it. 68-66. You know, I've been trying to tell people, Mike White is doing a spectacular job bringing talent to the University of Georgia. Now, next year is when they're really loaded. They had a couple of those big wins. And if you don't think they had NIL money, it's funny. Nobody talks about Stegman Coliseum, and nobody talks about no tradition in Georgia basketball when they're paying big-time prospects yeah. to come to Athens. All yeah. of a sudden, it's like, oh, that's a charming gym, right? Why? Because Georgia is in the hunt with NIL money. Now, it's not as big this year, although they got a very solid group this year. They did very well in the transfer portal. That's a signature win to win on the road at Tallahassee for them. Georgia Tech wins the night before against a ranked Mississippi State team. There's nothing more embarrassing than the state of Georgia at five or six colleges and nobody gets in the NCAA tournament, especially when you have an SEC team and an ACC team that have not gotten out of their own way for like it's a so decade. True. My, it's so, so true. Uh, dogs will host Mercer on Friday night if you're looking for something to do Next over there. Tuesday night in Athens, Athens. Georgia, and Georgia. Are you going to go? Tech. I'd love to go, but I have a... Uh, I'd love to go spend the night and see my uh, the baby Sophie and go to the game. Yeah. I'd love to, but no, I don't think I'm going. <laughs> Eric Musselman, I want to bring him up, former Hawks coach, great guy. Arkansas now, he's a head coach. They upset number seven Duke last night, 80-75. Yeah, Mus- His 100th win there. M- Musselman has had two great NCAA tournament runs back-to-back. He likes to take his shirt off and go crazy and carry on. We he's knew- a great guy, though. Remember, really- he used to come on our show all the time yeah, yeah. when he was an assistant with the Atlanta Hawks. Right. And he'd come in studio. He always had higher aspirations. And he's got he's a great energy great guy. Energy he guy. really is. Yeah, really great program, nice. uh, what he's done at Arkansas. Good one tonight on Thursday Night Football in the NFL. Seattle at Dallas. All of a sudden, the Cowboys. Stake's a big Cowboys guy now all of a sudden. Yeah, I am. They're I, favored by nine. I just think, you know, they have all the pieces. And Dak Prescott's having a great year. But Dak Prescott also says, I have accomplished zero. Until we start winning playoff games to get to a Super Bowl, there's three alpha males in the National Football League. There's three alpha males. It's uh, San Francisco, Philadelphia, and Dallas I put in that category. And only one's coming out of the NFC. And Dallas will have to do it on the road, right? Mm -hmm. Because Philly's going to win the division. 
But but don't go to sleep on that Cowboys. That's why the number's so big, right? Nine, yeah. Yeah, they're blowing people out. I think that number's too big. Your thoughts? Uh, nah, I don't know. Number. I mean, they're, okay. they're explosive. Dick has so, a look in his CD, eyes. CD Lamb is having a ridiculous year right. as well, right? Bo, That's true. any fantasy thoughts on tonight? Obviously, CD Lamb's been a beast, right? Oh, CD Lamb's been a steal if you took CD Lamb in the second round this season. Yeah. And Dax numbers? Dax's been great, too. Dax had a first uh, few couple of uh, games at the beginning of the season where he was not good. A lot of people rage-dropped Dax Prescott. Rage-dropped. Never heard that. (laughs) And whoever scooped him up off the waiver wire is having a fantastic season if you were that lucky. Yeah, that happened to me, uh, my first girlfriend, in eighth grade. You got rage-dropped. Yeah, I saw her her talking to Billy uh, Junkable. And uh, I rage dropped her right oh, there. I said, that is not going to work. Yeah. Oh, I wish her well. Uh, Falcons, Jets, Sunday, that line two and a half as Jesse Bates has named your NFC Defensive Player of the Week. Um, I said on Twitter, he's the best player on the team. I can argue with you on every uh, way. Uh, and here's what else I'm sick of hearing about already. Aaron Rodgers. He's upright, ladies and gentlemen. He was tossing a football on the field. It's the second coming of Jesus Christ. Apparently, it's enough already. He's not playing. Literally, the headlines are... Uh, bracing for the possible return of Aaron Rodgers. The uh, level oh my of narcissism that he needs people to know that he's close or that he's ahead of the previous medical community's uh, handling of an injury of this nature that he's out in front of it. Like, nobody nobody cares. I, I don't understand You're 4-7 and seven team. Of course you're not playing this week. I mean, is it... Do you want credit that you could re-injure yourself and miss next year? It makes no sense. Okay, so you're ahead of the curve. We get it. Go on, Pat McAfee. Go on about vaccines. Go on about your Achilles. Do you have anything else to talk about other than those two topics? Mushrooms. Well, you have that one too, right? Hawks at San Antonio and Wemby tonight. That's exciting. Right. 7.30. uh, Our pregame begins. They will tip at 8 o'clock. Spurs, last place in the West. They're 3 and 14. Wemby, hi. 19.2 points. He's averaged nine and a half rebounds. That's a good one to watch tonight. That's some serious numbers for a kid of that age coming over here as the babe, the boy. Quickly, Tiger Woods, y'all, is back today. First time since he withdrew from the Masters because of injury. He will tee off at 11.52. He's paired with uh, Justin Thomas at the Hero World Classic in Nassau. During ballet up at 10.20, I'm going to just tell you the amount of money and how much percentage of the bets are going for Tiger Woods to win this thing. Yeah, that's makes little, no sense. If you're betting on Tiger Woods, here's a better idea. Walk outside, take out $50, light it on fire, throw it in a trash can, and then stand over there like Rocky and warm yourself oh, up. Oh, get a nice warm. Yeah, that's warm a yourself idea. up mm-hmm. because that's what's going to happen to your it's money. It's chilly this morning. There you All go. right, when we come back, by the way, 9 o'clock hours brought to you by Advanced Hair Restoration. It's too late for Stakey. It's not too late for you. Life-changing results, advancedhair.com. There is a new king of college football, and whatever happens on Saturday at the Dome is not a factor. That has nothing to do with it. How do you get to that place in sports where everybody's looking up at you? We'll talk about that one. I mean, for me, I've had that a long time. Yes, that's but right. But for others, right. I'm going to give them a tutorial. Heavy is the crown. <laughs> Steak and Sandra, the fastest two hours in radio, is the Steakhouse. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. This is so exciting. Sounds like the bomb. Nope, we're not done. It's more of the Steakhouse. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game.
923 Sports Radio 929 the game. My name is Stake That Sandra. It's the fastest two hours in radio, and it is uh, a great place to listen to our show on the Odyssey app. So we are the number one streaming show in the city. Get on the Odyssey app and uh, follow along. Uh, when you uh, miss Mike and Carl and Arthur Smith, happens 420 or 430 on Wednesdays. You just go to that app. You just find the interview. And boom! Just comes right up. It's the easiest <laughs> app in the business. And um, you can follow us along on social media as well. See this massive sandwich I ate the other day in Virginia Highland. You, have you seen that yet or not? No, I... I, I uh, you don't like watching me eat? Is that? I, I don't like watching most people eat. Right. Is that fair? Yeah, uh, no, I, mean, I know your idiosyncrasies. You don't like sharing food. Yeah. You don't like watching people eat. That's right. You're very particular about stuff. But I'm just telling you. I know it's your business, it's and I'm happy now for you. Changing. I'm happy for you eating. No, you should on be camera. happy. Have you guys seen that sandwich <laughs> I ate the other day? I mean, listen. Some people, some people create with uh, pastels, yes. watercolors, music. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I I do it with a brisket sandwich. So everybody has their gifts it's in life, so true. right? No, no. That's... So, somewhere, some guy's going to tell you about a uh, cold tub. Yeah. And sauna. Uh-huh, and how that um, helps. Yeah. Waking up and doing certain stretching. Me. I'm going to show you how to navigate a pulled pork sandwich. So, you know what I mean? Like, everybody has oh. great things. I just want to offer something back to the community. You're you know a what giver. I mean? You're truly a giver. What is it? Hosea Williams it. does that great uh, breakfast mm-hmm. on Christmas Day. Right, and, right. And, and, and there's so much philanthropy. The best I can do mm-hmm. is tell you where to get a good sloppy joe. I think it's, it's a, it, it is a, a role, joe. and you're great at it. Yes. And I, I think a lot of people turn to you when they think of joes <laughs> that are sloppy. Yeah. So there you go. Um, so, I was just uh, texting with my friend Rusty Mansell. Yeah, he's a big deal. Because uh, he is who I trust. Because word on the street, y'all, is that Georgia's running back, Chase McClellan, is not going to Georgia's be, running back? Excuse me. Alabama's running back, Chase McClellan will not be playing during the SEC championship. So it's on the Twitter, but I don't trust the Twitter. So I went right to Rusty Mansell. Yeah. He says, that is what I'm hearing. Right. I'm leaning that he doesn't play, but he does not have that verified. So, so it's not confirmed, but there is confirmed. rumors Alabama may have a major injury, which I promise you Vegas was three steps ahead of us. You know what I mean? Like they've already heard that. Um, they, they <laughs> That line is still six. I just looked at it. Yeah. Because I don't know that, you know, listen, pe- people – are still going to jump all over Nick Saban and six points. They, they, they're, you know, there's a mindset that you don't give Alabama and Nick Saban in any true, circumstance yeah. six mm-hmm. points, which is why there is this gap you could argue between what you see with your own eyes, which is Georgia blowing out everybody in their in their path for the most part, certainly in the SEC. You know, Missouri gave them a game, but Florida, they blew them out. And, and Ole Miss, they blew them out. And Tennessee, they blew them out. Not even close mm-hmm. on any of those games. And there's a notion they could do the same in Alabama because I don't think the talent is the same right now. I don't think that they have the depth that Alabama, Alabama in terms of the offensive side of the ball. I think that Carson Beck has shown in every big game this year. Now, the other point is, and we alluded to it before the break, it doesn't matter if Kirby doesn't beat Nick Saban in this game. It doesn't matter if Alabama continues their run at Mercedes-Benz where they never lose, including against Georgia, mm-hmm. where we, you know, we beat them. We beat them in the one that mattered in Indianapolis for the national title, but we didn't beat them that year as a prohibitive favorite, by the way, Sandra. That's right. Remember how we went into that game? Was Stet- it like nine points? Stetson Bennett yeah. fumbled and bumbled mm-hmm. and stumbled his way through that game. People were like, maybe we have the wrong guy at quarterback. 
maybe we need to be worried. We got worried early in the national title that mm-hmm. this was too much for Stetson Bennett, but we all know how it turned out and, and, and what happened. But none of that matters because the king of college football is Kirby Smart. There is only one true king, your grace. That, that's what's happened. He, he has flipped it. He is, it is the premier program in America. Um, it is uh, got the premier coaching staff. It's recruiting at the highest level. It is the most relevant. It is, it is uh, something that, frankly, I was going to say happens once every 20, 30, 40. Listen, there's no guarantee that this would ever happen to your program. There's no guarantee that this could ever happen, that you're looking at, at, at 45 and 1 and 29 in a row and three undefeated SEC seasons. So he has replaced the master. The student has replaced the master. He sat there on his staff, and he said, here's what I learned. Here's what I learned. Mm-hmm. What I take away from Nick Saban, a ton, the discipline, the focus, the, the, the uh, approach to recruiting. You've got to be really big. you got to be really fast. And, you know, remember when He's Kirk- the f- he was the footprint. Kirby has taken it yes. and excelled at it. Uh, David Pollack was on with Aaron Murray and T-Bob on his podcast. And boy, howdy. Here's what I can say clear cut about this game when I start to give an advantage. The better coach is clearly Kirby Smart. Clearly. Now I have enough evidence. They're not going to get penalties. They're not going to turn the football over. They're not going to beat themselves. What have we seen from Nick Saban in Alabama the past several years? That discipline that we once saw that was elite of elite has eroded. Penalties up. Turnovers have been more consistent. Like, the one thing I do know, and I know nobody wants to hear that, and I'm sure everybody's going to be like, oh, you went to Georgia. No, Kirby's the better coach right now. I want to ask you, because I'm thinking of Bill Belichick as well, when a Saban is so strict and structured and was, was the dominant king, and they do start to make the dumb penalties like he's talking about, you're penalized, you're jumping off, what happens in the room, what happens with with a Belichick? They're not listening anymore. Well, he didn't all Be- Belichick a is a much coach. more interesting conversation because because Nick Saban's playing in the SEC title game. I mean, Nick Saban is still as relevant as it gets. If they win, they're going to be in the playoff. Um, you know, listen, Kirby's operating at a different level, but Alabama's still one of the finest coach teams with the greatest athletes and a dominant program. Bill Belichick has got the worst team in the National Football League. Bill Belichick has drafted horrendous. Bill Belichick, it's almost like you forgot, you know, like, now again, it's hard to win the NFL, but they're horrendous. Bill Belichick is going to get fired. Now, he's going to surface in Carolina or Tampa Bay or, or somebody else. I'll have a job the next else. day. But, but it's just But, but the- like, that's, like, shocking. Saban, has he lost his fastball a little bit? Of course he has. He's in his 70s. What's Kirby Smart's age? We asked that the other day. He's under 50, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, like, you know, it's not – so who's the new king of professional football? Who's the best coach in the National Football League? He's 47. Kirby is. Yeah. Who's the best coach in the National Football League? Well, I always say if you're starting a franchise and you can have your pick, which one is it? Is it – I think – what, are you talking about the NFL? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's Andy Reid. I don't think there's any question it's Andy Reid because he's got the Super Bowls. He had the success in Philadelphia. He now has the success in Kansas City. Mike Tallman I like a lot, but he's just been there a really long time. But there is no figurehead like Belichick who reigned over, but he had Brady next to him. 
Nobody. You could argue somebody's going to pick Kyle Shanahan. You're going to argue Nick Sirianni. I mean, those are the sex. Okay. Sean McVay's the shines come off. Yeah, but yeah, but Sean McVay was close. Oh, big time. He was he close. Was it. Yeah. But, but those other two guys, I mean, not even win a Super Bowl, win one Super Bowl, win one. Yeah. Kyle Shanahan, you know, you haven't won anything. Sirianni, you haven't won anything. At least McVay had won. And he was the young up. So you're cover. starting an NFL franchise think, today in Nashville, Tennessee, and the, you can have the field. Who's your? I pick? think it's Andy Reid because you know his his track record right now um, of running an offense and building a, uh, an organization, building right. culture. Um, and I think that, but I like the names that you brought up. But they got to go win one. Like you got to win or, a title, or do they? Because you're betting on the com stake in this terms of you want somebody to take over your program. And I me- remember you guys weeks ago we talked about this with Mike Griffith, who's the third best coach in the SEC, even. Yeah, I don't. I don't. And you can argue. I know you, you said Lane it. Kiffin, which is a fine. That's a good answer. Lane Kiffin is ten and two. The only two losses were to. Uh, Georgia and Alabama. He's in the top ten in offense and defensive so numbers. Maybe, His recruiting is ridiculous. I, I'd say maybe Brian Kelly at LSU. Although I was just with all the Baton Rouge folks, they're not overly uh, impressed. Exactly. Um, I also would say Billy Napier hasn't done an, anything. I would say Mike Norvell is up there. I'm going to say Jim Harbaugh is up there. Though. I thought he was I, SEC. Yeah. I think a fun, fun game to play with your boys tonight around the room, your friends and neighbors, and we could do it in this if room. It's, it's Kirby and Saban, and then Jim who? Jim Harbaugh. And take the take the field. It's probably Jim Harbaugh. He's beat Ohio State three straight times. Michigan's a top four. Dan program. Lanning, I would take Mike Norvell. I know I love I that, take. but that's too yeah. But I mean the track. I mean Mike Norvell's had one year. Dan Lanning's had one year. I think it's you're betting year. on the come again onto what they have done with the program. And I love recruiting. Dan Lanning. I like my. I love Mike Norvell. I mean, listen. You gotta have a track record, though. I don't know that you, gotta you do. Have a track record. I don't know. Okay, it's an argument. Well, then you just day. then you're just betting on the guy that's had the best recent season. Well, I think it's a trend, though. You can start to see a trend in terms of when Mike Norvell got there, for right. instance. Yeah, and maybe you're right. It around listen, Kirby had the one off year. When, what and Lane he, Kiffin inherited at Ole Miss. Okay, and then when he's Kirk, done, Kirby Smart, year two. Was second and twenty six. He has his national title. Yeah, that's year yeah. two for Kirby. It's remarkable. Second and twenty six. Is Mike Norville going to be there? Could have been there this year if they had his quarterback. Right. We'll talk about that a little bit later on when we come back. Lots more college football to uh, kick around. I was going to ask you a question. Do you know what a um, a gallon of gasoline costs? Uh, yesterday at you know how much it was at Costco? Two forty six a gallon at Costco yesterday. There do you, you know what a dozen eggs cost? Yes, I do. Around the four dollars. Four dollars for a dozen eggs. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Do you know what a college quarterback in the portal costs? Do you know what that is? I I, I do. You do? I, well, lot. I don't say. Okay. Don't say. It's a lot. That's what we're going to talk about. When we come back. More we're than shop- the eggs. More than the eggs. <laughs> we're, <There's> shop- <laughs> we're, we're shopping for quarterbacks. When we come back, it's Steak and Sandra Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. More of the Steakhouse on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Here we are as in olden days. Happy golden days of your faithful friends who are dear to us, gathered near to us. The Eagles Christmas album has raised close to $2 million already. Last year, 1.25. That, my friends, is former Georgia Bulldog 
Jordan Davis singing. That was him, huh? That was him. The guy almost had a heart attack Isn't trying to chase beautiful? down. Listen, <laughs> I felt so sorry for his belly. He landed right on it. And that <laughs> that not, ground was crying for help. That was I Josh. Mean, <laughs> Josh, Josh <laughs> Allen was running, and Jordan Davis needed like a motor. And he's oh, like, he's like running. Poor guy. So uh, How good was that? That was pretty good. That was pretty good. It was real. Wow, your Steggy's not impressed. Well, I, I mean, just love that Jordan Davis so for, much. For for a defensive lineman, it's outstanding, right? So good. But, but I wish to goodness the Falcons would do something like that because just, you know, these kids have such great talents off the field, and a lot of them can sing and are musically okay. talented. Can I, can, I just, can I just say something yes. for a second? Yes. Um, so uh, if Jeff Akuda were to sing Little Drummer Boy, mm-hmm. I would argue that it may not have the same impact as the Philadelphia Eagles fan base who just was in a Super Bowl, right? I mean, the Falcons should do what? Like, seriously? And now Cordero Patterson does his version of Silent Night, right? I mean, you, you have to kind of have a fan base that literally everything – that they do, you know, you know what I mean? I yeah, I mean, right. you have to be in that you gotta place. you got to know the room. Right, yes. The room is not ready. <laughs> the room is not ready. a rap the album new, from yeah. Desmond Ritter. No. You're right. Okay, you're Drew, right. Drew Dahlman does his special version <laughs> of, jing- of Jingle Bells, right? It just doesn't have the same juice right now. Oh, right now, you're right? right? You're now, right. back in the day, if Julio and Roddy and Tony Gonzalez all got next to each other and started, you know, riffing, you know, it's you may different. have something. You're, 100%. Just different. You're just not dating. Anyway, uh, it's the uh, Steakhouse at 946 on a Thursday morning. Don't forget, not only with Solomon Brothers tonight in Buckhead, uh, we are at the Reverb Hard Rock um, right next to the stadium, noon to 3, a special edition of the Steakhouse uh, for the pregame show for the uh, Georgia-Alabama game. I think everybody knows how phenomenal our coverage has been and it continues to be right here for everything going on sports-wise in Atlanta. I may have taken a peek at the numbers of late. Let's just say that uh, things are very, very good in the world of 92-9 the game. Mike Conti, maybe we were talking about the king. Mm-hmm. He's going to start sitting in a throne over there. He he's not going He's not going to just have a chair, and we're going to all have to, like, you know, carry him into the studio. There is only one true king, your grace. Yeah, there he is, Mike Conti. <laughs> And the poor guys down the street, what he has done to them, that that should be outlawed in, in probably 37 states. Yeah. But uh, kudos. Uh, so we're excited there. Home of the Falcons, home of the Hawks, home of the Land United, home of the NFL, and home of the Georgia Bulldog fan. Um, and Rusty Menzel, obviously, as we get ready to make a run another national title. I, f- I firmly believe this is not the Alabama team that's going to step in and beat Georgia on their, on their path. And if Florida State wins, they have a great chance to get there as well in terms of playing Georgia, which won't be a game. I don't think anybody thinks it would be a game in the Sugar Bowl. And I just think everything's lining up for, for another run at, at three wins away from a national title. Remarkable. Yeah. It really, really is. Pretty incredible stuff. It's time to tailgate. No, we tailgate. Taking a look around the world of college sports. This is the tailgate on the Steakhouse. Brought to you by all four seasons garage and entry doors. Big enough to serve, small enough to care. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Riley Leonard, the latest quarterback to hop right on in that transfer portal. And word on the street is he will be up at Notre Dame. He was phenomenal at Duke and is leaving town, which prompted the conversation. 
that transfer portal is out of control, especially in terms of quarterbacks and literally how much money are you going to pay me to come to your school? Matt Rule, head coach over at Nebraska, chimes in. Make no mistake that a, a good quarterback in the portal costs you know a million to a million five to two million dollars right now. So just 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 on the same page, right? So <laughs> let's make sure we all understand what's happening. You know, there's some teams that have six six or seven million dollar players playing for them. So we just kind of believe in doing things like the old school way, the hard way, building. But that doesn't mean we won't look at people in the portal. It doesn't it mean it's just we did it last year, right? It just means they have to be clearly an impact player for us if they're like a one year player. Or they have to be someone that has multiple years to get in our program and develop. I, I love when he said we're trying to do things kind of an old school way. Yeah, you know, we want to you want to build, um, i.e., we don't have the same uh, gravitas or cash to go get the greatest quarterbacks in the country because they're you know who you end up with. And I don't want to be cruel. You end up with Jeff Sims in the portal, right? So how, how did that work out for you? Right. A, a, a castaway from. I Georgia wish you would have stopped talking. It's going to cost us Just $2 million dollars to have yeah. a great guy. Get your checkbooks out, Nebraska fans, to get where we want to be. There is no old school way of doing it. We have to proceed with progress and write the checks. Yeah, That's Riley Leonard injured for most of this season, but he's number one in the porter. Will Howard from Kansas State has announced that he's out after a 10-4 and four, uh, ten and four season two years ago. Um, Grayson McCall, Coastal Carolina, just announced, been there a long time. Reminds you a little bit of, oh, I was going to say my uh, my guy at Tulane, Michael Pratt. Yeah. Who, yeah. who went through, you know, like places like Coastal Carolina and Tulane have to tell, and Wake Forest, right? Mm-hmm. What they do with Sam Hartman. Wish you the best. Did you see Dave Clawson? Uh, so Notre Dame does I know, this that big was so love. Funny. It's like, like we built him, we recruited him, um, we, we, is that what you talking about? That's exactly what I'm talking yeah. about. And he got his feelers hurt over Sam Hartman, Sam Hartman All moving the pomp on. and circumstance. Yeah, but okay, we Here's I dated you for a long time, and he got married over Notre Dame. This, like this someone is just else the got way all the, the money. I'm going to say this about Michael Pratt at Tulane, and I can say it because it's two two New Year's Six bowl games that we could be going to. I wish that guy the best. Like, okay, you gave us two years. We're Tulane. Like, if that guy Absolutely. has a chance to go play at Oklahoma. Go play there, right? You can play in North Carolina. Like, that's the way of the world. Know your place. I thought your conversation with Russ yesterday was so on point regarding Carson Beck. And his stock is rising. And his stock is going to get better, as Mike Johnson said. It's about to. Because when Stetson really found his, his mojo was those playoff games and his stock went through the roof. Carson Beck the same. But if you can look at that draft board and say, here's where you're slotted, here's what you're going to make that first year. Yeah, Georgia, and at Georgia, you're going to make how much nobody's money? Nobody's going to outspend Georgia necessarily, right? They're always going to have, you know, uh, plenty of money because of the success of the program. So um, Carson Beck has to think about how deep this quarterback class is, five number ones possibly, five first-round picks potentially. Remember a couple of years ago, Desmond Ritter was the second quarterback taken Kenny Pickett was one. Desmond Ritter in the third round was two. That would have been a great year for Carson Beck to say, hello, yeah. hi, I'm out. Yeah. Now, next year's not the year if there's five number ones when you can go back to Georgia and build your stock. But then it trickles down. Now the, that quarterback room says, well, wait a minute. If I can go get $5 million to go at Penn State, if right. I can get $6 million to go to wherever. Well, you don't have the body of work to prove it, but if you're backing uh, up, I mean, th- listen, that quarterback room is going to look a lot different 
if Carson Beck comes back, right? Absolutely. And not everybody. And I can't blame the kids. And I, you know, and Dylan when, when he says two million, by the way, to put your program on the map and the monies that coming in, that's the cost of doing business these days. I just don't. Two million is nothing at these big schools. Yeah, not not to get done what you need to get done. Yeah, you have to remain. Um, I also wanted to bring up uh, Nick Saban. And first of all, did you guys know his press conferences are nine minutes and change? You think Kirby flies through? Those reporters are ready. I watched That's the whole thing yesterday. Two, uh, nine Monday. minutes. Nine minutes and change. It's not always that, though, is it? I don't know. I don't watch them in full like I do Kirby's. Right. Kirby's goes right around 20 22, minutes. Nonetheless, yeah. when, the, when I tell you the love that he has for one Kirby Smart. And one of the best teams in college football, if not the best team in college football, you know, Kirby's done a fantastic job there. I mean, I don't think people realize, you know, how hard it is to win 29 games in a row or even be 12-0 and 0 in a season. That is very out of character for Nick Saban. And I don't mean he has, doesn't have the utmost respect, but to stand in front of a podium like that and brag on Georgia. Well, he's always going to brag on his, his opponent. No, no, his opponent. Oh. But in this case, his opponent is it's also Kirby. the team that's passed him. You know, it's not like when you're pr- pr- praising South Carolina or Ole Miss or whoever. Here, you're admitting what to everybody Georgia knows. Is the to premier win. football program in the country. I don't think you understand how hard it is to win. For Cur- I mean, that was. But did he call him the premier program? He, he said if he, he didn't he, say the, the premier program. Yeah, he said one of those in the beginning. I mean, I, I just I don't thought know, that was really the beginning. something. Can you replay the beginning? I don't think he calls him. Let's see how far does he go? Because I think you you want to be careful not to. Uh, we have that. Yeah, he's getting that Saban to, to play that first part of it again on Saban. If it's not too much trouble. I, I just and one of the best teams in college football, if not the best team in college football. See? They're the, one of the best, if not the best right. team in college football. Well, they're undefeated. <clears throat> and I mean, I know that my point. I, I don't is think like, it's that out of character. God, I think it is. Wow. Uh, you know, he didn't call them the premier college football program. He said one of the best teams, if teams. not the best team, team in college football. Team, yes. Not program. Right. I don't know. I think it's semantics. Remember David. Pa- maybe, maybe, remember mm-hmm. David Paul called the prayer program, and Saban shot him that look last year on the set of game. Oh, by day. the way, right next to him. Yeah, that was David fun. Stones, right. baby. We had all these plans, um, and here's what I'm here's what I'm doing. With my plans right here. Look at you. These are my plans. I'm ripping them all up. Uh, I heard something in a press conference from last night that I literally cannot believe this coach of a major program told the reporters something that every parent, coach, person out there is going to have a reaction to. We're going to play it when we get back. It's Louisville's basketball's head coach. Remind you also, the 9 o'clock hour. Hold on, I ripped it up. I can't find what the uh, sponsor is. It was going for effect. Advanced hair restoration, one-day treatment, life-changing results. AdvancedHair.com. Give us six minutes. Wait till you hear this cut. And I know the phone lines will be jamming. We'll do that when we come back. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game.